lovies, and welcome back to The Love Bug, a podcast delivering your weekly dose of that little four-letter word, love. But it's the 21st century, and you don't always see the traditional first comes love, then comes marriage, and then comes a baby in a baby carriage. So come along with us as we talk, share, reveal, and discover all that it means to love. We're your hosts, Allegra and Ashley. Hello. And on today's episode of the Love Bug Podcast, we're revealing more heart-fluttering love letters and wedding vows. We chat about what life is like living in the age of the Instagram face. We farewell the most famous family in the world and celebrate the wonderful Allegra on her feature in Hello May magazine. (laughs) So catch the love bug with us and we'll get your heart racing. Today, we're sending love to our sponsor, Dr. Denim Australia. Dr. Denim's new range of denim drops in general pants stores in Australia and New Zealand from September. Dr. Denim were kind enough to gift us a few items from the new range. Jump on our Instagram this week to check out the styles we're vibing. Thanks so much to Dr. Denim. Um, Hello, my love. Hello, you. How are you? I'm so good. Once again, I wish that this was like a reality TV show because you look so cute. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, but can we talk about you with your oh. beautiful ginger hair? I Look, I mean, we can talk about it. I have a few things to say about it because it is not what I wanted. Oh. Like, I don't feel good about it. I want to cut it all off. No. Anyway, I have like ginger hair. I mean, it was needed. Like the pink was like the love of my life, but it also Mm. was like a toxic relationship because it was so bad for my hair. Yeah. So like what you got to do, right? Um, But excuse me, I have been obsessed with you this week because I've listened to our episode from last week like 400 million times. It was so amazing. I am in love with it. I just think Izzy and Alex are Uh, absolutely gorgeous people and their connection is just amazing. I feel like you can feel the love directly in your ears to your heart. And now I'm like obsessed with their Instagram stories. Like (laughs) I follow them religiously, but it was so good. And I think the other thing is I hadn't actually heard the episode before. Mm. Um, Mm -hmm. Like I hadn't had a preview of it. So I was just hooked. I had to sit in my car. I was driving somewhere. I had to sit in my car until it was finished. finished So I feel like That is the best sign of a really good episode. For sure. It's so good. And I also just want to point out that I gave you a little compliment before about (laughs) you. Ash and I are on Zoom together and she yep. always has perfect lighting and it's because yep. she has a ring light. I do. And I was like, girl, that ring light's really working for you tonight. <laughs> and I and was like, response- um, <laughs> well, I hate to disappoint you, but my ring light is out <laughs> ready for me to continue doing my jigsaw puzzle and I'm using a lamp. <laughs> That's the best thing, though. I just, it makes me laugh so much. It's like, oh, yes, everyone would think they're like, oh, a ring light, that's very vain of you, but mm-hmm. no, priorities, puzzle. <laughs> what, how, how many pieces is the puzzle? You know, you and I are puzzle lovers. Yes, it is a 1,000-piece puzzle, but it's a bloody black and white one. And oh, so what? I'm up Ew, to what? sky and it's all grey and I'm like, oh, i got to resort my puzzle oh, pieces. Girl. Do you know I have never done my translucent puzzle that I bought? Yeah. Well, look, I don't blame you because it is. I tried like, I I love puzzling. Like I think it's really relaxing. It's really fun until you have a fucking clear puzzle. Sorry, Scott. Oh, man. We went far into this episode before I dropped an F-bomb. Um, but, yeah, no, the clear puzzle, I just, I, I can't. I honestly do not blame you. Um, I have a, a very important question for you. 
about the week that has just happened. Tell me. Tell me, tell me, tell me. How many beauty purchases did you make this week? <laughs> Look. Putting you on the I spot. I only, look, I have some stuff in my Adore Beauty shopping cart, but oh. I actually only made two purchases this week. Well and done. From Mecca. And yep. one was sunblock, so I don't really think That's that That's like a count. necessity. That's not a beauty right? purchase. And the other one was a moisturizer, so technically none. That's skincare. <laughs> oh, well, I'm uh, one up on you then. <laughs> Tell me. What'd you buy? I bought the new Too Faced False Lashes. Show them to me. I mean, our, our lovies can't see them, but I want to see them. We have to post them on Insta so we can see. Are they lush? They are really, really lovely. You know the ones that you love me wearing for our photo shoot that we did? You know the ones <gasps> yes. that you love? It's like yes. that, but it goes out like a cat eye, so it's longer. Yes! And they are to die for. They are beautiful. Um. So what else, any other news to share with the lovies? No. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put that I was like, how do we wrap up this section? <laughs> okay, well, I'm very excited for this episode because I feel like we've got some great stuff to chat about. Mm-hmm. So shall we get into it, my love? Please, yes. So before we do all of that, though, I want to ask you what your big love is for the week. Okay, so... As everyone knows, I'm a teacher. I Mm. do not teach in the classroom. So my big love. Misleading, but okay. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Sorry about that, everyone. Um, (laughs) No, but I am giving my big love to all the teachers out there because we are coming to the end of term three. Term three is report Mm. card time, verifications (gasps) are due. It's a big term. So everyone who is in the classroom teaching, teachers, teacher aides, helpers, anyone, support staff. All of them. Big love to you guys because it's been stressful. It's been a year and guys, we've only got one week to go in Queensland and then we've got <clears throat> 10 weeks until Christmas. Um, Question, how do you write a report card for a child who's been like learning from home half the year? Well, I wouldn't know because I'm not a teacher. <laughs> Great chat. (laughs) Good. Probably don't put that in there either. Okay, but moving on. (laughs) Lol. Um, Sorry, 10 weeks till Christmas? Yes. Well, 10-week term for term four, and then we've got two weeks till Christmas. So it's like 12 plus the holidays, 14. So we've got like 15 weeks till Christmas. Where did 2020 go? Oh, man, I can't wait to see the back of it, though. Right? Yes. Get out of here, 2020. There's the door, 2020. (laughs) See you later. Don't let it hit you on the way out. (laughs) Or do, because we hate you. (laughs) (laughs) Allegra, what is your big love this week? So, Ash, my big love for this week is a bit rando, Mm -hmm. but I have been obsessed this week with non-digital forms of entertainment. Right. So I've been obsessed with like playing cards. Oh yeah, so I'm playing gin rummy. Have you played it before? I, I think have... I texted you to play it. Did you, you play it yet? You did text me to play it at one a.m. in the morning. Because... <laughs> <laughs> You're lucky I didn't call you, so I was a little bit pickled. Um, pickled. Like two martinis at home. <laughs> It's a vibe. So I was a bit pickled and I actually sent you a lot of love in that message You really too. did. I appreciate I it. Did. Also, I was up at that time. So, I mean. Well, there you go. Yeah. Um, no, Stop I've, shaming me. I haven't played it. I've been playing card games and mm-hmm. also Mahjong. Have you ever oh, played yeah. Mahjong? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mahjong's amazing. Mm-hmm. But it's just so good to actually have a form of entertainment that's not like 
sitting down and watching something or yeah. listening to something. Like it's actually using your mind. Yep. So the – oh, God. <laughs> this is going to be a great episode. <laughs> no, this, this is <laughs> This is the thing. It's so – okay, well, maybe you tell me about it later. Okay. okay yeah. I will give you a recommendation. <laughs> so go out and buy the board game called Sequence. Mm. Mm. It is a card game and it's like Connect Four all at the same time. Lots of strategy involved. <gasps> Lots of like manipulation as well. Ooh. It's fun. Yeah. That's a good one for okay. you. Okay. All right. Great. Well, I'm going to do that. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, you can explain Canasta to me another time when, when we're who together. Are not currently <laughs> obsessed with card games are listening. <laughs> um, and okay. So then tell me then what your little love to give is. Yeah. So I have a little love to give for all the beautiful people who follow the unwritten rules of Instagram. And share yes. our content by tagging us in the posts. I mean, <laughs> heart eye emoji, yes. all the warm fuzzy emoji. Thank you very much. Look, here's the thing, right? I <laughs> work very hard on the Love you Bug do. Podcast Instagram. You do. Did you see yesterday's post? Did you like it? Please tell me your thoughts. Kate Walsh. Oh, I loved that. Thank did you. Did you do that yourself? I did that. That was the first time I've ever attempted anything like that. It's so, so good. Thank you. Yes. And I, I mean, Kate Walsh is just an absolute mega babe as she what is. What a babe. And I what was just like, babe. I'm just vibing this so hard and I have to do it. Yes. But my thing is that people put it up and we don't actually know that you have shared it unless you tag us on I that know. story. I know. So, guys, do that so we can reshare you and then yes. you can reshare us and then we can reshare you again. And it's just like this whole it's love It's a big fest. circle of love. It yes. Is. I'm all about that. And no, I know that you put so much effort into our Instagram yeah, and thanks. it's so beautiful. It's really a work of art and thank a lot you. of effort and time and energy goes into it. And yeah. what kills me is sometimes I see that people reshare or yeah. if we share something from another yes, um, I was account. about to say, yeah. Because yeah, we so are some, like on the hunt finding mm, these things that are really mm, on brand for us. Like this is our exactly. business essentially. Right. Like. Right. We're hustling hard here, guys. Yeah, and hustling. You know, we want to get ourselves out there and we want to share the love with everyone. Yeah, and absolutely. one simple way that everyone can do that is by tagging us. So exactly. if you see something that you love that we've shared, please tag us because we love that you love it. And there are so many people who do and we're so grateful and yes. we absolutely obsessively love seeing who's listening. So that kind of stuff just makes yes. us so Oh, my happy. gosh. Since we have, um, and obviously my mother, T-Race, she's our biggest <laughs> fan girl, you know, she always puts up where she is listening from. It's usually know, in the car. I love that. But I love seeing where people are listening. And we had yes. a few of our Melbournians listen on their walk. Like so they're good. one outing a day and they're choosing to listen right? to us. So thank you it's guys so much. We're so grateful. So, so yeah, great. that is a, such a good one. So for the people who give credit where credit is due, yeah. we love you. We love you. And don't steal we our fucking you. shit. <laughs> don't put that in there. <laughs> Do it, Chris. Put that in there. <laughs> Allegra, who are you giving a little love to this week? Or as I can see on Google Docs, not giving a little love to. <laughs> so it's not necessarily a little love to give because it's not mm -hmm. a shout out, but it's a recommendation of a product I really love, mm. um, and I want to tell everyone about it because I feel like it's life changing. I don't know so, this. 
Please share, 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 share. You must. So, um, (laughs) anyone who colors their hair, particularly Mm -hmm. if you bleach your hair, should know about this product. It's called Olaplex, O L A P L E X, Mm. and it was actually designed, like, um, created by these two chemists Mm. in like California. Right. And the thing that, like, most people will know about this brand is that recently L'Oreal was forced to pay those two chemists $91 million in damages because L'Oreal copied (gasps) their formula. So essentially what Olaplex does is it it rebuilds the bonds in your hair after it's been coloured. Yep. And so what you end up with is there's a whole range of products that do different things as a shampoo and conditioner or whatever, but the Olaplex number three treatment, which is the one that mm-hmm. I currently have in my hair mm-hmm. at the moment, you wet your hair and you put it in, you leave it in yep. all day. Yeah. And what it does is it rebuilds the bonds in your hair. So it prevents breakage oh, and it like cool. makes it shiny and it's like amazing. Yeah. And hairdressers have just been like, what the hell? This stuff is amazing. It works so brilliantly. Yeah. And my understanding is that these two chemists took it to L'Oreal and they had a meeting with them and they were like, would you like to buy this product that we've yeah. made? We think it's really great, blah, yeah. blah, L'Oreal were like, mm, okay, no, thanks, bye. And then sent them away it. and then copied it. <gasps> and a judge has recently found them, uh, L'Oreal, guilty of trade secret theft, patent infringement and breach of contract. <gasps> wow. So like. Big time no-nos. Um, legal terms, wow. Right? <laughs> and so it has been forced to pay the $91 million US Fantastic. Right? But this product is so amazing. And for me, um, we all know that my hair was like bleached mm. to anything and then dyed pink. Mm-hmm. And this is this product is essentially saving my hair. Wow. Um, and rebuilding all the bonds so that then I can, you know, colour it again. And, yeah, yeah. You know, Wow, wow, speaking of giving credit where credit's due, Olaplex. Right? Olaplex. Snaps for Olaplex. Snaps up. But yeah, go to your hairdresser or order it online. If you have bleached hair, it mm. will change your life. Fantastic. You know the drill, lovies. Let's flutter your hearts with love letters and wedding vows. Living in a digital age of instant connection can make love letters feel like a primitive, long-last art. I mean, the closest thing to a romantic message you might receive these days is a text at 2am saying, Girl, you up? But once upon a time before sliding into DMs or ghosting, love letters were a charming gesture designed to catch the eye of a potential love interest with charming language and a romantic heart. Yeah, I mean, really, Allegra, when was the last time you printed out a cute text from a love interest? Ricardo? Uh, yeah, never. <laughs> Ricardo Pilia said that to write a letter is to send a message to the future, to speak of the present to someone who isn't there, knowing nothing about how that person is while we write. Here at The Love Bug, we want to share and reveal some love letters that will make your heart flutter. And hey, it might even inspire some of you lovies to write your own. So my darling Ash, what do you have for me today? Okay, today I have something that is short and sweet, but super beautiful. Context for this is, it is a love letter from a mum to a daughter for her birthday. Mm. And Mm. what she did was she 
got it printed onto a blanket so that she could send it overseas to where her daughter is. So the love letter says, To my darling daughter, even when we're not close by, we want you to know we love you for the little girl that you once were, for the amazing woman that you are today, and for the precious daughter you will always be. Wrap yourself up in this and consider it a big hug. Love, mum. That's so cute. Isn't it? It's so beautiful. And I'm going to put the picture up on our Instagram of the mum who is one of my mum's friends. Cute. Yeah, with it there for her. So her daughter has been living in Spain and over in Europe, I believe, for quite a few years now. And I think that's sort Mm. of where her new home base is. And Amy Mm. was sort of supposed to come back to Australia for her 30th to celebrate with her family and she wasn't able to. So this was sort of a way that she could still send something but also give her a big hug and feel the warm and fuzzies as well. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. And I love how your love letters are always changing it up. It's never like just, you know, two lovers. It's well, always, it. you know, something really interesting. Yeah, romantic love. Yeah, you know, there's no script that says, You can only write a love letter to somebody you Mm -hmm. are romantically in love with, you know. Mm -hmm. You have love for a lot of people and that's what this podcast is all about. It's highlighting (laughs) the different types of love that we have in this world and, yeah, I think that it's important to share that and have it out there. Well, you do a beautiful job of curating excellent love letters. Thanks, my love. Snaps for you. Oh, thank you. Well, my favourite part of this podcast is hearing wedding vows and you are mixing it up this week. I am, girlfriend. I was like, you know what, let's draw inspiration from, you know, some of our pop culture references. And then I thought everybody loves Friends, the TV show. I've never seen a single episode. And as it turns out, I don't think you've ever seen a single episode. Everyone else seems to love it. No, I have watched every single episode. But looking back on it now, I don't like it. I think that there are a lot of issues with the writing and the messages and the themes that are in within it. Really? Yeah. So I think, like you know, what? well, I think there's a lot of, you know, like homophobic jokes in there and racial mm. jokes. It's very 90s slapstick humor. Yeah. I think. And, yeah. you know, a lot of shows have to answer to themselves for that. But I think, you know, it was still an entertaining show. It still paid, you know, so many people's lives. So, um, you know, I don't mm. want to dampen anyone's <laughs> love no, for it. So. And also, as it turns out, there's quite, a, there's some really cute um, wedding, wedding vows. Yeah, so please. Let's. I'm going to read them to yes. you. So this is for, spoiler alert, the wedding of, of Monica and Chandler. Oh, yeah. So if you haven't watched Friends from the 90s, <laughs> spoiler alert. <laughs> I don't know if people might have plans to watch it from the beginning. I might have had a plan. As it turns out, Monica and Chandler get married. Okay. So these are Monica's and then I'll read you Chandler's. Please. Chandler. For so long, I wondered if I would ever find my prince, my soulmate. Then three years ago at another wedding, I turned to a friend for comfort. And instead, I found everything I'd been looking for my entire life. And now here we are with our future before us. And I only want to spend it with you, my prince, my soulmate, my friend. Unless you don't want to. You go. And Chandler's. Monica, I thought this was going to be the most difficult thing I ever had to do. But when I saw you walking down that aisle, I realized how simple it was. I love you. Any surprises that come our way, it's okay. 
because I will always love you. You're the person that I was meant to spend the rest of my life with. Oh, that is really cute. Oh, <laughs> isn't that so cute? Yeah, I think these two are probably the least favourite characters on the show. I would say, like, if you ask people, you know, which friend are you, like, no one picks Monica and no one picks Chandler, really. Really? And they, well, no one, I hope no one picks Ross. I mean, he's a bit of a nerd, but anyway. Um, (laughs) That's so mean. But this is, yeah, they're really beautiful. And I like that the way that they talk about or Monica talks about being friends first and how Mm. she draws upon that friendship for her love for him. Mm. I think that's really beautiful. What did you love about this as you've never seen the show before? Never seen the show, so can't really comment on the characters. (laughs) (laughs) But what I liked about it is that it's talking about something unexpected. Mm. And so obviously they were mates beforehand Mm -hmm. and then it's unexpected for both of them that they'd find each other but then they'd they'd be married Mm. and then... You know, Chandler speaks about how he thought it was going to be the most difficult thing that he ever was going to do, but then it actually turned out to be easy and she never expected to meet someone and then she did. And so I like that sort of unexpected happiness. That's that's what makes me swoon. Oh, lovely. Great vows to find, darling. Oh, I think so. Well, if you are inspired to write your own love letter and are happy for us to read them out, send them through to loveletters at thelovebugpodcast.com. That's loveletters at thelovebugpodcast.com. And we might even feature it on a future episode. It all started with dog ears and a tongue. Now, at the touch of a button or the swipe of a finger, we can change pretty much anything about how we look. Skin colour, face shape, body type, age. It's all up for scrutiny and alteration. What was once the realm of professional Photoshop experts working for high-end magazines is now the playground for every human with access to Instagram. For so long, we absorbed edited photos of impossibly thin people with extraordinarily thick hair, tiny waists and picture-perfect freckles, or lack thereof. We've taken these utterly unrealistic beauty standards as the norm, assuming that they represent what it means to be beautiful. Now we have the opportunity to alter our own appearance to reflect something more like what we see flooding our social feeds. But as we scroll through the gram, are we all just tweaking our unique faces to fit into the same mould of beauty? Do we all just look the same? It's important to think about the real world effect this has having on people. Plastic surgery used to be about fixing an issue that the patient perceived as being wrong with them a nose too big or boobs too small. But now it's about making the necessary permanent physical changes to reflect what technology allows you to dream is possible. Ash, I think you and I might have different views on this, but tell me what you reckon. We do. Now, you have actually gotten a little bit angry at me. Oh, because girl. Oh, girl. Look, I love a filter. 
I love a filter. <laughs> and the thing is, when I like am using one, I'm like, I just want the cute bee on my nose. And I don't really like kind of look at what's happening to the rest of me, but I just want to use that filter because everyone else is using the filter. I know, but what you don't realize is it completely changes the shape of your face. And my problem with it is, if it changed, changed your face and you looked really cute, I'd be like, oh, cute. Like, you know, there's an alarm bell in my head that's like, oh, you know, that's not great. Like she should, mm. you know, love what she looks like. Anyway, mm. my mm. problem is it changes your face drastically into this like version of looking like everyone else, which is what we have sort of mentioned. Yes. But you look better without it. Well, thank you. That's really nice of you to say. <laughs> and I literally it's have so a annoying. quote from you saying, girl, where is your beautiful face gone? <laughs> I just get unreasonably irritated because you I'm really like, do. you look so, like your face, and I am obsessed with your face, as you Aww. well know, but like you have these perfect cheekbones and this really cute little nose, and then it fucks around with your chin, like it, yeah. the whole balance of your face is off because what it's trying to change is like one aspect, right? So the bee on the nose one, for instance. Mm. You have a cute bee on your nose, but mm. it also thins your nose so much. Yes. And then it also does something else weird to your cheeks or something. Yeah. And I'm like, that doesn't even look like you. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah. Look, I, I can see where you're coming from. And I do understand and I do get that Instagram is kind of trying to make every single person look the same by having these filters so accessible, right? Mm. My issue is that if people are taking these images to... Mm cosmetic nurses to mm. get enhancements or to plastic surgeons and say, I want to look like this. In the end, essentially, we are all going to look the same. Mm, exactly. But do you know what I also have a really big problem with? Mm. It's so whitewashed. Like yeah. the skinny nose yeah, and yeah, all yeah. the rest of it yeah. is so white. And that's my, the thing is like if you're a, a woman of colour or yes. a man of colour or whatever yeah. and you're looking at these filters, you can have the bee on your nose but it's going to automatically shrink the width of your nose. Yes. And so you, oh, what? It's just like to be beautiful and cute and have a bee white. love you and want to sit on your nose. Yeah. You have to look white. It's yeah. a problem. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. You were 100% right with that. It mm-hmm. definitely is based off an ideal person Mm. who is white but it also takes like the big lips right Mm. as well so if we think about that that's not I guess native and quote unquote to white people that is Mm. taking it from different cultures so is that you know we're talking about cultural appropriation as well as that also if you go through a lot of the filters especially on snapchat all the ones that make you look pretty quote unquote, mm. inverted commas, give you blue eyes. Seriously? Yeah, yeah. And I, I think Selena Gomez actually picked this up. So she's Latina. She is yeah. stunning. Uh, she yeah. has like a, you know, a little wider nose. She doesn't mm. have the standard beauty norms, but she is fucking beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. So she picked this up, screen recorded it saying, why, where are my brown eyes? Mm. Where are my beautiful brown eyes? They Mm. are making them blue. And that, and with that B filter, that's the thing that I didn't like about it was that it made my eyes blue. So I changed it to the other one, which was like green. Yeah. It's like (laughs) to be beautiful, you have to have a skinny nose and either green or blue eyes. Like Mm. what? what? Yeah. And the other thing that gets me is that I have a lot of 
mates on Instagram who will say, I've just put this heavy filter on because I'm not wearing any makeup. Mm. And it's like, so just appear without any makeup or put some makeup. Like, I mean, I mean, that's tricky because what I'm saying is like, put a real world filter on. But I just think it's sort of like, who are you? You're only doing it for yourself because Mm. you you know, like, I don't know, like, I'm not being very articulate, but I just don't like this. I don't like how I look. And so I'm going to change it for how you digest how I look. Yeah, no, that is a very articulate way to put it. I like that sentence. I want to chat about this idea of plastic surgery and cosmetic surgery as well. Mm. I don't necessarily see it as a bad thing. You know, Mm -hmm. if you for yourself want to get lip filler, if you Mm. for yourself want to get cheek filler or Mm. Botox Mm. because you want to fix something, you know, smile lines or whatnot. I think that if you're doing it for the right reasons, again, Mm. in quotation marks. I think it's okay. What are your thoughts on that? So I kind of struggle with it because I think a lot about what we think is beautiful is based heavily on trends. Mm, And if you do something now and then it's not trendy anymore in 20 years, are you going to regret it forever? I think injectables that aren't permanent, that's Mm -hmm. another thing. And I also think it's really not my place to make comment on anyone's decision to change Mm. your appearance. Like Mm -hmm. that's on you. If someone came up to me and they were like, I really don't think you should have changed your hair to ginger. I'd have been like, well, fuck (laughs) you. But also I agree, (laughs) but fuck you. Like don't tell me what to do. Hindsight um, is 2020, right? bitch. <laughs> 2020, um, get it? <laughs> but so I don't think it's up to anyone else to pass judgment or comment. Yeah. And yeah. so I preface all of this with that. But oh, I think that you have to have fulfillment from within. Mm. And so no one, like, I can't say to you, I mean, you and I have discussed things mm. like cheek filler and mm. I've said to you, oh, what the fuck are you talking about? You don't need that. And <laughs> and it's actually not my place to tell you what you need because mm. it's for you to make that decision for yourself. Yeah. And so I can't pass that judgment on to anyone else. But my concern about it is that, A, like this whole segment is about, it's designed to make everyone look like um, Kylie Jenner, for instance. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's also really not just like changing your hair color. Yeah. Like it's really much more significant than yeah. that. Yeah. So I I hate my teeth and my smile. Mm. And I know that's probably like a little bit of maybe a shock to like some of my family members who are listening <laughs> and you for instance, but I would just like a year ago, 18 months ago, mm. I could not stand the way that I looked when I smiled. And it was because mm. of, it was my T-shirt. It was the shape that my mouth was because my t- mm. I thought that my teeth were so like ugly. Mm. So, you know, I've just spent $8,000 on aligners, which I mean, your teeth look great, so. <laughs> is the best fucking $8,000 I have ever spent. Oh, I mean, that. I could get two Louis Vuitton blotches for that. I mean, come on. But the thing is the confidence that comes from having a good smile mm. and projecting that I think is unmarked. And mm. so I've also got both in my mm. upper lip section like so mm-hmm. like between my nose and my lips because when I smile my lip comes up too far and you can mm-hmm. see my gums which mm-hmm. is fine but I don't like that mm-hmm. because of the way that my teeth are shaped mm-hmm. because of how they've grown and so to fix that problem you 
know, I, yeah, I do have to get Botox in it. To fix it even more, lip filler would cover that, right? And so my question for you is, mm. were you, and I ask this with no prejudgment mm-hmm, because I'll mm-hmm. tell you my own teeth story in a second, but my question for you is once you start, is that then a slippery slope? Is it then all the other things yeah. that you have to do in order to like circle back around to like, oh, a smile that I'm really happy with? Or yeah, like, I mean, it could if be. You, yeah. If you are now, like if, if Ashley of September 2020 could go back to Ashley of January 2019 mm. and say, tell someone not to eat a bat. Um, but... <laughs> But if you had the opportunity to go back to the person who was struggling with their smile and how it looked before you had your aligners, Mm. would you change your part or? No. God, no. Yeah. Absolutely not. Fucking great. No, absolutely not. No. My that this has been the best decision and I sat mm. on it for years. Mm. I think that if there is something that you really hate about yourself, I mm. hate look mm. when you look in the mirror and you see that and you hate it and it's years and it's ongoing and it depletes your confidence and it mm. depletes your self-worth mm. because you don't want to show that part of yourself to the world, mm. then I think that is time to make a plan to get yeah. something in action, you know? Yeah, but absolutely. like you were saying, yeah, I mean, it could be a slippery slope because once, you know, that is all sorted, well, mm-hmm. then I'm like, oh, look at these crow's feet. I'm 30 now. Like cheek filler is just going to fill that in. It's also going to hollow out those bags under my eyes, you know, like, Yes. You do start thinking about all these things. And I thought about that the moment after I had Botox. My teeth journey at least has been a little bit different so I sucked my thumb when a child sucks their thumb it changes the shape of your palate yeah um and so I had plates in the top and bottom for like 18 months when I was probably 10 or 11 so just after my adult teeth came through since then I've had perfect teeth yeah but probably two or three years ago I started getting my wisdom teeth oh my wisdom teeth why (laughs) do wisdom teeth exist they're so shit. They are the worst. Honestly, they are the worst. There's no purpose for them. Get them out. <laughs> Go under. Get all four out, and get it over and done with. That's my. Oh my God. That's my advice. Right. Okay. Excuse so me while I make notes. <laughs> okay. This is the other thing. Mm. Teeth, we understand that it's important from a variety of health perspectives from yes. like we just said, breathing and sleeping and whatever else and just Gum like disease. And so consequence of that is we all um think beautiful, perfect teeth are like the gold mm. standard. Mm-hmm. What I think we don't actually acknowledge enough is the mental health impacts of having physical stuff that you want to change. Yeah. So there's obviously the, like, if you look in the mirror every day and you think, Mm -hmm. oh, I cannot stand that aspect of me and it makes me really unhappy and I hate it. The mental health impacts are, like, you've got to get that something done about it so you feel better about yourself. But my concern is the mental health impacts of thinking that you have to change yourself to look like everybody else on Instagram. Yes, absolutely. You know, I think that really harkens back to what you were saying earlier about scrolling through Instagram and seeing every single person as the same. I mean, conspiracy theory, Kylie Jenner owns Instagram because everyone is just turning into her, right? I have never heard of that, but now I'm like, (laughs) my brain's exploding. (laughs) And you have to 
think about the reasons behind why you want these procedures done because Mm -hmm. trends come and go, fads Mm -hmm. come and go. I mean, Mm -hmm. Kate Moss was the ideal body type of the 90s. Thank God we're over that. Fast forward 15 years and we've got booties, we've got waists, we've got boobs, you know. Mm. So I think that, like you were saying, I don't think you can make these decisions, these permanent decisions. Yeah. Based on trends. Yeah, because the current thing is like bums and boobs and waists, right? So for those people who aren't born like that, Mm -hmm. then you have to have that in heart. So a breast, like breast augmentation, I just like would preface this by saying that if I have, if and when, hopefully, Dutch would, I have my own babies and if they ravage my glorious breastesses (laughs) with breastfeeding, I fully intend to have that like fixed or like revised back to what I was wanting. Um, But, you know, if you are, say you are a Kate Moss body type, like Mm -hmm. really straight up and down, Mm -hmm. very, you know, lean and slender, and you want to try and be what's currently trendy, which is this super curvy thing, and you're going to have huge breast implants and then also these bum implants, which the safety of which is still not, you know, Imagine what your spine is going to think about that. Seriously. How are you how is it going to hold you up? So I think there you know, there are two sides of this coin, which obviously we've spoken about. I would just like to say that I am keen for a breast reduction. (laughs) Yeah, girl. And this is the thing. Like people would be like, What do you mean? Big boots are so in. It's like, tell my back that. Exactly right. I think that if you are going in to enhance something Mm -hmm. rather than fix it, but you are enhancing it because it's going to better your own mental health, it's going to Mm -hmm. be something which you will be happy with from the inside, Mm. then have at it, girlfriend. Yeah, have at it. But like, I think have caution. Have at it with caution. When will 2020 let up? I feel like 2020 is that game of mercy you play with your brother. When can we tap out, y'all? Millions of people around the world this week were shooketh when the announcement was made. Keeping up with the Kardashians is no longer. That's right, team. We have officially kept up. We are caught up. It's over. And I, for one, am crushed. I have spent the last decade defending my love of the Kardashian clan and it is insane to think that it's all over. Allegrum, my love, I am going to shock you even further. I haven't seen a single episode of (laughs) Keeping Up With The Kardashians. (gasps) What are you talking about? Not one. Why? I don't know. I just, I never got into it. It just love it. I probably would. It never appealed to Ashley. me. Ashley, I am shocked that you have not watched it because I think you will really like it. It is so, I mean, the thing is we're also like inadvertently influenced by the Kardashians. Yeah, for sure. Now. And I can acknowledge the important mark mm-hmm. that the Kardashian Jenners have left on pop culture mm-hmm. and society and how they have and shaped they are pop culture. <laughs> the world. Pretty much well, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean everyone yeah. knows the names, right? And you know what? Even though I have not seen a single episode, I could name every single one of them. 
Not right? Yeah. But this is the thing. I think it's it's interesting because as you watch the arc of their story, mm. early seasons you get to see so much of who they are and how their family works. Yep. And then as they became more famous and more mm-hmm. influential and mm-hmm. more wealthy, yep. you can see them protecting their own interests the whole time. And yeah. it's very product placement-y and that kind exactly. of stuff. So much of it is just like the boring shit that happens in their day-to-day life yeah. rather than the Drama. You know, the real stuff that happens behind the scenes. Yeah, and exactly, exactly. I am glad that it's over because I think that every single piece of news that comes out about them was being questioned about whether yeah. this was just a publicity stunt. Yeah, exactly. With in relation to the show, even like down to Kanye's like mental health and his yeah. bipolar posts that he was doing on Twitter, you know, like the man is sick, you know, Mm -hmm. how do people think that this is curated by Kris Jenner? But at the same time, it's like, oh, maybe. Well, you can certainly see how they use every, I mean, Kris Jenner, whatever anyone else says about her, is a PR genius. The woman is extraordinary. Yeah. And she has built that brand. And so you can't take that rate, Marmager. But you and you can't take that away from her. But no. you can see how she's using every opportunity to build hype and build brand awareness and like build the interest in their family. Exactly. But it became a little bit less sophisticated and more obvious yeah. as to the stuff that she's using to draw interest. And yeah. so, rather than it being natural interest from a wacky family of you know, huge number of people and yeah. obviously like all the dynamic that happens with that. Yeah. It was more about like, oh, one bombshell happened and then we all had to wait for the season to yes. launch to see how they were going to spin it exactly. for us to understand what actually happened. And I mean, really, we have the Kardashians to thank, mm-hmm. question mark, for influencers because they yeah. are the original influencers leveraging themselves getting brands to work with them and making yeah. money off that. Mm-hmm. That's essentially what influencing is, right, on Instagram. Absolutely. And they started that. There are just a woman and her beautiful daughters and one son. And, you know, they've been through a lot of shit and they've yeah. still managed to spin it into something positive for them. And I think it is like it's a good challenge to the whole thing by saying they do it for themselves. And, mm-hmm. of course, they do because that's what anyone is ever going to yeah. do is like go out there and be successful for themselves. Yeah, yeah. Um, a good chat, good yeah. chat. No, I think that's <laughs> I think that's really well said, and I think it's sort of you know what I'm going to do is I'm going to go away. Obviously, again, I've never watched a single episode, mm. so I don't know these people aside from what comes out in the media. And yes, what comes mm. out of the media is very biased towards them in a negative way mm. most of the time. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go away. I'm going to think about my views on things Mm. and see how that has been swayed because of media Mm. or because of any, I guess, internalised misogyny that Mm -hmm. I am sitting with and I will get back to you. I look forward to that because I think as well what I've thought about and reflected on is that a lot of my criticism of the Kardashian-Jenners has really just come from envy because they were just a fucking pretty much a normal family and then they got really rich and I come from a blended crazy family as well. I was like, we could be the Kardashians, but that's the thing. Like they pioneered a whole, they pioneered a whole like genre of television and social media and everything. And I think there's more to be said for them. So I'll just put my, I'll just step gently down off my soapbox um, and we'll call it a day.
Well, lovies, today is a big celebration for my very beautiful darling co-host here, Allegra. <laughs> for those of you who know anything about the wedding industry in Australia, you'll have heard of Hello May magazine. It's the go-to place for wedding inspo and has a curated registry of the most in-demand wedding vendors across the country. In fact, it's an invitation-only situation. You can't even advertise with them unless you're personally invited. Allegra, my love. Yes. <laughs> congratulations on being featured. <laughs> Thank you so much. I am... Um pretty much flipped out when I got the email asking me if I'd like to be part of the registry. So that was pretty exciting. And then one of my Corona couples, their elopement uh, was featured in Hello May and it just completely blew up. So it's been a really wild ride. Incredible. Please tell the lovies, Mm -hmm. why is Hello May such a big deal? I think Hello May is such a big deal because it's so curated. Like Mm -hmm. it's just they don't let anything half-assed into Mm. the magazine. They have a print magazine and then they've got their online blogs and a huge social media following and it's just like a really big deal. And it's sort of like, you know, I give the example of my brother and his now wife who are, um, they were my first ever couple Mm -hmm. and the reason that I became a celebrant. Mm. And they're very like trendy, very cool, like would (laughs) never, would never create a wedding that was anything less than than truly uniquely them. And when I was asked to join Hello May, I um, called my family because it's like such a big deal. And my sister-in-law, Luce, was like, Dot, that's amazing. Hello May was the only wedding magazine I would ever buy. Yeah. And so it was like really awesome because it was just like affirming the fact that it's cutting edge, it's like outside the mold, it's really beautiful and it's to be trusted. I think it's got a really high Mm -hmm. trust rating. Yep. So, yeah, it was a really big deal. And how did you celebrate? I celebrated by completely panicking and thinking that maybe I shouldn't go in it because. <laughs> Why? Like, you know, because like. Self-doubt. Hashtag anxiety is self-doubt, <laughs> like the rest of everything that any like 2020 human is dealing with. And yeah. it actually took a little while. I asked them a bajillion questions. And mm. I think I was one of the people. I think that they don't often get questions and they yeah. invite someone to advertise with them. Right. They're sort of yep. like. Yes. I went back and I was like, tell me all these questions. They're like, um, uh, okay, crazy. <laughs> but I think I had a pizza with my mum, my stepdad, and a bottle yeah. of wine at um, at a winery in Berry, and just yeah. had a really nice time. Awesome. So, yeah. Well, I'm so, so, so beyond happy for you. If people want to book you. Uh-huh. Please and- book me. <laughs> They see that but not you- on the first of May, twenty twenty one. Please not busy. Busy. You are already very, very busy. I'm very busy that day. Yeah, very, very. <laughs> yes, you'll be there from the time I wake up to the time I go to sleep. Thank you. I'm pretty much a bridesmaid now. <laughs> I'm not having bridesmaids, so you could be an unofficial one. <laughs> I'm, I'm joining the bride tribe. <laughs> you are. We've got Michaela, Nikita, Georgia, Fran, Tash, Allegra. It's great. It's half the wedding. <laughs> and basically, yeah, probably. Who knows? Um, so if people pick up a Hello May magazine, mm-hmm. how can they find out more about you? So um, they can just jump on my website mm-hmm. or um, I'm also tagged in quite a few posts on the Hello May mm-hmm. uh, Instagram, which is really yep. exciting. Yeah, Hello May on the Instagram, they have featured your elopement couple, which you were just yes. talking about. 
yes. as well. So. And also my brother and his wife. Yeah, so that's oh, cool. and Vic. They yep. were featured in Hello May. And then also another of my couples, Camilla and Scott. And so I've been, I've married 85 couples to mm-hmm. date. So Hello May get 5,000 applications for real weddings wow. in a year. And they only feature about 140. Wow. And over the last two years, I've had three couples featured in Hello May. So <gasps> that's fantastic. That is, yeah. that's freaking amazing. They love your stuff then. You know what? You should book me, actually. You should. (laughs) Look, it's already in the pipeline, babe. (laughs) Obviously, I love you from the inside out. But Allegra is just so authentic. She's so bubbly. She has this infectious personality. And honestly, if you don't want a stock standard wedding and you want something <laughs> customizable and personable, yeah. mm-hmm. hit this girl up because the Call plans me. that we have, look, I haven't done a lot around the ceremony because I know that Allegra is just going to <laughs> smash yeah. it. That's have my theory. Have you done theory. your questionnaire yet? No. <laughs> and my, I, was, I, I had lunch today and my girlfriend was like, oh yeah, so like, you know, vow writing and Andrew's like, we're not writing vows. And I was like, Allegra makes I'm um, sorry, what? <laughs> Sorry. Wait, what? <laughs> uh, Andrew. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, so this is how you are writing, writing vows. <laughs> this is how much we haven't planned the ceremony side of I things because I know that you will keep us on track. I know. Oh, excuse me. You're like going to make me pull out all my good gear because you're not going <laughs> to give me anything to work with. It'll get done. Fill in your freaking questionnaire. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Oh, but yes, or jump on Hello May and be wowed by all my other ceremonies that I've done. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us today. If you loved what you heard, come and chat with us in our Facebook group, The Love Bug Podcast, or on our Instagram at The Love Bug Podcast. We absolutely love seeing who's listening. So take a screenshot of this app and tag us on Insta stories using the hashtag lovebuglovies. Also, why not tell a friend? Let's get the love bug word out there. Remember to subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening now and send us some love in the form of a five-star rating. We'll be back in your ears and your hearts once again next week. Talk to you then, lovies. Mwah!